This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Mackie and Judd, the podcast. Let's talk about Federated before we get into a Write That Down Wednesday edition of the show and talk a little bit more about everything that's been happening here in the uh, Twin Cities and the state of Minnesota. But Federated is here to protect business owners. Federated has been helping business owners for over 100 years in the state of Minnesota. And uh, 2020 is the year where if you're a business owner, it might help to have, at the very least, the peace of mind of a company like Federated standing behind you and helping guide you through difficult periods. Uh, Federated has has helped businesses with trusted resources at their website, federatedinsurance.com, that center around anything from written pandemic policies and procedures as as uh, as those things change over the last few weeks. Recommended response plans, communication for HR-related topics, and communication to employees. If you are interested in the frontline protection of Federated Mutual Insurance Company, go to federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative. And remember, at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. All right, welcome in, Mackie and Judd. I just I want to start the show real quick. We have just a lot of things to dive into. We will get back into sports discussion today. Yay! Really? Yay! Sports discussion. Sports. Wow. Write that down. Predictions on the show today on a Wednesday. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to because because we don't ordinarily. I think we would if we were doing the show live on the radio like we have over the past several years, and we and we will continue to look for ways to incorporate more interaction with you guys that that happens on the show. We're always interacting on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and our YouTube comment section, youtube.com slash score north. That's Vikings content. But but what I love is when we have these, I would say once every year, there's like a big topic that blends sports into something not sports, whether it's politics or social or racial issues, the Adrian Peterson thing from a few years ago, Colin Kaepernick, and now the protesting and the rioting in the Twin Cities. and the one thing that I do not tolerate and cannot stand, and it is poisonous, is when people come in, whether it's Twitter or email, whatever, and they just barrel in with insults and they barrel in with these myopic, uh, ignorant comments. I love it when people from two angles of an argument or two different upbringings or whatever it is have a respectful conversation. And I just want to individually call out a Twitter follower, Troy, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but Troy Podal. Uh, I don't know if Troy's listening to the podcast today, but Troy and I this morning had a great healthy back and forth about 
listen, this is kind of where I'm coming from on all of this. This is where, you know, from my experiences uh, and, and trying to, as much as possible, put myself in the shoes of black people in America. And he's saying, well, listen, like from my angle, this and this and this, right? Right. And I just like, without getting into all the details of our conversation, I guess you can just go find part of it on Twitter. I just love when you can, when two sides can just enter a ring and say, all right, we're not going to wear brass knuckles here. We're not going to, we're not going to fire on each other. Right. We're just going to have a good, healthy, open-minded discussion about things. But that's the sad thing across the board about uh, politics, about race relations, about sports. That's mm-hmm. the sad thing now is, and Twitter, Twitter has basically exposed because, look, I don't think social media and Twitter is a bad thing. I like communicating. I think it's fun. I think instant communication can it be bad at times, absolutely, but I think it's fun. Uh, but what it has done, and these people have always existed, and there's far, there's too many of these people, unfortunately, is it exposes the bullies. And the bullies don't have, there's no nuance. There's no ability to be like, you know, I really don't agree with that. But here's why. It's always, oh, you are a bully poll, you are wrong, and, yeah. and, and, and unfollow. Which, which, by the way, do people realize, like, and, and I understand having people listen to you or follow you on Twitter is important. So I'm not downplaying that. But do people understand that if they're going to be militant about their beliefs, you don't want them following you? You don't want them as your, as, like, if I would never be your friend because you sort of frighten me, and I would not, and if you knocked on my door, I would shut the lights off, which I would do regardless, but I would shut the lights off and run downstairs do you realize that you hitting the unfollow button is actually a productive thing for me? Yeah, but in, and in today, you know, think about the way that you can insulate yourself today. And I'm sure, like, you know, I'm guilty of it too. I'm sure that it's all baked into our subconscious that you're gonna you're gonna click follow on people and brands and pages and things on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter that that fit into your belief ecosystem, right? But it is so easy to do that. You can literally just like cultivate a system of information and people that that whether it's right or wrong or whether you're getting different viewpoints or not um so on one end like we definitely want to respect our listeners opinions on things at the the, on the other hand we also like there's no sports going on right now and this is in our lives what's happening in the state of minnesota right Right. now this is a historical moment but if they don't respect you at all if they if they think that your views which by the way are basically how can we stop this? That that's your view is how can we get along better and stop this? Yeah. If my view to you, Phil, is you're an idiot, we shouldn't stop this. Then you don't want my respect. You don't want me to follow you. You want me out. That's yes. the point. Yeah. yeah. That's the point. If you can't if you can't be tolerant enough for one second to uh, slow down in your life and be like, have I been wrong about some stuff? Which we've all said, which, you know, which, by the way, we should say, if you can't do that, then I want nothing to do with, with you. And if you don't like me, that's fine. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how it's funny how the narratives and the discussions have just spun off different branches in the last eight or nine days. And I think just getting back to getting back to the core discussion here and John Thomas was wonderful on our show a couple of days ago. The core discussion here, forget about black, white, right, left. The core discussion is if you were part of a group of people that felt 
like you were being wronged or like the system was working against you, yep, you would want other people to listen to you. And I am not saying that I am not. I get, listen, rioting is wrong. Breaking windows is wrong. I'm just saying, like from a thirty thousand foot view, if right. if Judd Zolgad, Phil Mackey, Declan Goff are sitting here saying, "Listen, like no one's listening to us. No one listened to our parents. No one listened to our grandparents." I just want you to listen, and then let's come to let's come to an agreement on things that we can or can't do to fix this problem. And I think like that's my my general stance is. Let's listen. Let's listen to black people. Right. And but, uh, but here's the, the thing that I keep coming back to, especially in the past couple of days, as things could. I think things are are cooling off as far as the passion and mm-hmm. and riots and emotion there. But I certainly think that they're not cooling off as far as what's going on and what we need to pay attention to, which is at this point and has been for a long time, vitally important. But what I keep coming back to is. What is so there, there's a lot at work here. I get that there's this country is is for lack of a better term, I think a mess right now. But there is a common theme. Like if there were talking points, if you were to issue me today talking points, what is going on here? Like what is a what is the a talker here? Think about this. The a talker. If you're not blinded by prejudices or or things that you just think affect you and you don't give a damn about the world is black people are asking authority figures not to shoot them or kill them in some form. That's that's 50% of it. But, I mean, that's yeah. the A-talker. That's how we started. That That's how we started the ball going down the yeah. hill. Again, again, this is not a first, mm-hmm. but that, that would be the, if we stripped away everything and said, what's the primary thing that people are upset about here? Mm-hmm. It is a race asking but think about this. It's a race of human beings asking a th- people in authority not to somehow kill them. Yes, that and that is 50% of it and that 50% of it is like undeniable in terms of its authenticity and its validity. And the other 50% of it is hard I think for all of us to wrap our heads around which is if I could use an analogy that, by the way, if you're looking for just a great explanation of like, I don't understand, like, what do you mean, like systematic? Like, what do you like? What are you guys talking about? What is all this about? Emmanuel Acho, who used to work at ESPN and he, uh, and now he's going to Fox Sports one at some point this summer. He actually posted a nine minute video yesterday that literally lays out like here's like six or seven different questions that I have gotten from my white friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to answer them respectfully and create an open dialogue. And so if you have a, if you have a chance to go watch it's a 9 minute video Emmanuel Acho uh it opened my eyes to a lot of things as well and I think it's just it's a great little crash course in what is all this like what is this about but that's the other part of it and that's that part of it's like the what you just brought up should be really easy to untangle okay that's, let's yes. like let's let's uh yeah how do we let's not just like take our knee off how do we not kill people right but the second part of it is the more complicated knot that needs to be untied. And if if you missed it, John Thomas on our show, he's the vice president of, of Wolves uh, Community Engagement. Uh, he joined us a couple days ago, and he was great. If you're wondering, why, why did you guys not have a show yesterday? Well, Black Tuesday started off as a social media movement in the music industry. It was, it was percolating on Monday afternoon, Monday night. And uh, it was initially designed for the music industry to just sort of stop business as usual stop putting out uh, content and just not remain silent on social media, but focus the attention on, listen, our country is very much torn apart. What are like, let's reflect, let's learn, let's educate, let's, let's get rid of all the other noise and focus our attention on social media, at least 
on things that need to be addressed, right? And we just felt like, you know, we, we had some great discussions on Monday's show, and we didn't have anything that needed, like you guys did, you and Jake DePew did a podcast about Major League Baseball and the Players Association going back and forth. We just didn't feel like jumping on the mic yesterday unless we had something meaningful to say about what was happening, and we wanted to let our show from Monday speak for an extra day. So we're back now. Here we are, hanging out. And uh, looking at team statements ar- across the internet. Yeah, we we I really <laughs> want to talk about this. I really should, really <laughs> want to get to statements. So again, this is not a left, right, black, white. This is like what what I what I get annoyed by when it comes to brand and team statements. Okay, something's happening in the world, or something's happening on a political or social level. And brands feel the need to make a statement or a comment, including right? Including this morning with baseball. Baseball, which, which comes I believe is the in. last league now, because there was so much pressure put on them. Aren't you going to say something? Yeah, that baseball finally uh, came out, and, and of course, like the leagues do, they try and put out a statement that walks the line as carefully as possible as to not right. offend anybody and yet still be seen as being strong. So here's here's a game we're going to play here, right? Impromptu. We don't need game show music. I don't know if that would be appropriate, but. Here's a game we're going to play. All right? We're going to we're going to rate some of these statements based on are you actually taking a stance in one form or another, or are you just putting a statement out because uh, we got to say something, right? Right. Yeah, because there's pressure on you. Right. So Major League Baseball. This is Major League Baseball statement that came out earlier this morning. We offer our condolences to the families of George Floyd, and then they they list others that have uh, been killed at the hands of police officers. And all the families that have lost ones due to senseless killing and injustice. To be clear, our game has bold, zero tolerance for bold racism and racial injustice, which is a very bold stance that we are against racism. Yeah. It's very bold. Yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> the reality that black community lives uh, lives in fear or anxiety over racial discrimination, prejudice, or violence is in bold, unacceptable. Addressing this issue requires action both within our sport and society. Baseball is committed to engaging our communities to invoke, excuse me, change. We will take the necessary time, effort, and collaboration to address symptoms of systematic racism, prejudice, and injustice, but will equally be as focused on the root of the problem. And in the actual text of their tweet, they say, we want to be better, we need to be better, and this is our promise to do the work. On a 1 to 10 scale of not like how much you like the statement, about on a 1 to 10 scale of a brand taking an actual stance in a statement. Oh, it's a, one, it's a 1. There's no stance I, taken I there. I don't know if it's a 1 when I there's, read a couple of the other ones that are... There should have been, but... but <laughs> it's like a 4. You're a, it's like a 4. But if you're a pro sports league and you weren't taking steps before, what were you doing? Like, are you admitting now? In some ways, I find these statements to be indictments of the leagues themselves. Because I say to myself, so are you admitting that you weren't doing an- right. enough when a lot of your leagues are made up of minorities? I mean, so where I will rip this statement, I, what I do like about this statement is they're, like in the text of the tweet, it says, we want to be better, we need to be better, and this is our promise to do the work. To me, that says, we haven't really been great at this, honestly. And if you look at baseball, it's like the, the percentage of black <laughs> players and stuff. Yes. But, but if the headline of your statement is, listen, everyone, we have an announcement to make. We do not condone racism like that's not much of a stance but here's my so. here's my problem with with and not so much personal statements because because we could certainly talk about those but to me those go in a different bin but my problem with organized statements from leagues and teams is this it seems like a really easy way 
to immediately let yourself off the hook, feel better about yourself, and absolve or or um, or cover up your white or slash rich guilt to be like, we issued a statement. I feel really good now. Like, are you going this? We've gotten here. We have not gotten here because um, a black man got killed and that had never happened before. And we now realize this is a problem like that would be totally different. Okay, Mm -hmm. this has been a problem for years. This has been a problem over and over and over again. And at different junctures, when it's been an issue, it results in violence or peaceful protests. But if these these leagues issue statements and these teams do, and I feel like they wipe their brow and say, we just weighed in. We just weighed in. And, and it's the ultimate to me in, in white slash rich guilt being absolved of, well, now I feel good. My question is, is any of this, the protests, the statements, the outrage, are we now going to move forward and do something about this? Or are we just all going to feel good that for for what was a you know for us a tough week in May into June we we took action during that time and now we feel good about it and we're really hoping by July the fifth we can all go back to what what well, we were doing previously as either rich or white people. Well, I can tell you where the Falcons stand on that. That brings us to our next team statement. One to ten scale. Not again. Not how much you I agree told you I gave with it. A one. So Judd already gave baseball a one for their statement of hey, we are not racist. We are baseball. Thank you, Rob we Manfred. are not. We, we are not racist. Thank you, we Rob. We condone racism. All right. This is the Atlanta Falcons here. This is this is Arthur Blank here. Atlanta released a statement from owner Arthur Blank, and uh, don't blink, don't blink here. Okay, Atlanta, by the way, which has been one of the hotter spots in the last five or six days for protests and. Rioting six cops got fired, right? Six cops got fired. The the at one point the CNN the CNN building is this massive, you know, the CNN lobby got broken into. It turns by, out there's a police station in that building. Is there? Okay, that was part of the issue. So a lot lot happening Atlanta. Atlanta uh, owner Arthur Blank had this to say. Again, this is a one to ten scale. Not how much you agree or disagree. It's are they actually making a statement with their statement? Okay. All right. Quote mm-hmm. a number of events. Over the last couple of weeks, have reminded us again that the long, worthy quest for equal justice, civility, and unity in America is far from over. Keep going. <laughs> did they run out of ink? Uh, that's. Did the jet printer? Did something go wrong? That's what. Uh, that's the statement. That's what Arthur Blank said. I'm just let me let me click on this link. There might, maybe there's more on here, but um, actually, you know what? That's the that's the first paragraph of it. Okay. I'll keep going. Okay. I'll keep going. Thank you. It doesn't get better in terms of like actually taking a stance. Okay. There, there should be a masterclass written in. All right. You got to get to 500 words without saying anything, anything at all. There has been one. You just don't know about it. It's an underground uh, class. People. So, so again, listen to this, listen to this. Okay. A number of events over the last couple of weeks have reminded us again that the long worthy quest for equal justice, civility, and unity in America is far from over. Yep. People are scared and in pain. Their frustration is real and it must be acknowledged and addressed. More must be done to address uh, systematic racism. More must be done to address the underlying issues that have led to those incidents across the country and more must be done to bring people together through meaningful change. 
The public discourse on these and other issues is too divisive, too political. These are not political issues. They are human issues. Uh, Earnest attention from leaders and citizens alike who understand that diversity is our strength and fair treatment is everyone's right. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's like. NFL teams and 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 leagues. So let me ask you this: their whole hold on, their whole goal is, all right. If we if we if we mention black people, we're going to piss off this group. If we right. if we try to if we try to you know push down the cause of black people, then we're going to you know like the whole statement is designed. I would rather you not issue a statement that's, that's if you're not going to take a stand. So that's w- my point. So with a statement like that from the Falcons, what's the point? The point is literally like uh, people want us to make a statement, so we got to make a statement. But like, it's but like we got to make a statement that doesn't actually say anything. It's like if if the Mackey and Judd show put out a statement today that said, in light of what's happened in the state and the country, comma, we should all be good to each other. Period. Should we push, should we put that out? I see, think so. See what happens. Don't, yeah, don't do that. You know, but no, but <laughs> right now, like, what's the? I just don't. I don't get the point, and and I fear. The problem is I really think that a bunch of very well-to-do people put out these statements and breathe a sigh of relief and say, for today, we just did our Dude, part. You and I should, like, the three of us should actually create a PR business that, that, that the, the only thing we do is we help you craft 500-word statements that don't say anything. Rick Spielman can be our CEO, by the way, and we can take from his, post-dra- his, po- his pre-draft press conference every year where he talks for 30 minutes. A lot of football skills. <laughs> Everyone has football skills, and we're, we've gotten a bunch of calls to trade We're excited he's part of the Minnesota Vikings family. Is that what, is that what Rick sounds like yeah, in your is. head? <laughs> it doesn't really sound like that at all. Here's what, But here's what I don't get, and here's, here's where, in a case like this, why you don't use more sense in how you craft your statement. A lot of these teams have some really smart players, and a lot of those players are black. If you owned a team... Wouldn't you call up a couple players and, and be like, I'm trying to craft something here, but I just looked in the mirror and I'm a white guy. And so I really don't know what I'm talking about here. But the thing but, is, these statements, this is the funny thing, because like 75% of players are black in the NFL. Yeah. But these statements are designed for the mostly white fan bases that they don't want to piss off too, right? So like it's, it is, yeah. they're trying to walk this line, but in Eric Kendricks, which we'll get to his statement. Actually, let's just read Eric Kendrick's statement real quick and add this to the pile, all right? This is not a statement. This is a thought. So as NFL teams look to put statements out to not piss off, right. you know, average white guy Phil Mackey or Judd or whatever, yep. Eric Kendricks, an actual black player in the NFL, says, NFL, at NFL, what actual steps are you taking to support the fight for justice and system reform? Your statement said nothing. Your league is built on black athletes. Vague answers do nothing. Let the players know what you're actually doing. And we know what silence means. The Vikings have opened a dialogue with players, and we're all working towards solutions with the team, which is great to hear, by the way. Bravo to the Vikings. That is awesome. If anyone has suggestions for how to support the city, we'd love to hear them. Our team doesn't just want to donate. We want to work with local organizations and get out there and help facilitate change. DM me if you have suggestions or info. But we want answers at the next level, at the league level. That's where change can happen, and we've seen none. Because right now, it seems like nothing, and nothing is unacceptable. You can't bring in people to teach us how we should interact with police at, like, the rookie symposium. Right. But not work toward changing the behavior of the police themselves. And again, whether you disagree or agree with Eric Kendricks is a separate discussion. 
That is a statement. That is yeah. real. That is human. And that, like, Eric Kendricks, now Eric Kendricks also doesn't have to, like, if if 50% of fans bail on Eric Kendricks, like, they're probably still going to watch the Vikings game. So he doesn't have, like, he's not sitting on top of an industry that's worth $15 billion or whatever. And so I understand that, that, it, that it is a delicate dance to write a statement. But Eric Kendricks had something to say, but and he said it. That's a 10 out of 10 on our scale of did you actually make a statement. But if it's ever been easy, if it's ever been more apparent for uh, teams and sports leagues to take the gloves off, now is it. Now is it. The National Football League basically took Colin Kaepernick's unbelievable peaceful protest in which he was trying to tell people something, right? He was never disrespecting the country. That was the biggest bunch of crap ever. He was trying to to say, where can I pick a platform where people, where, where I'm doing something peaceful and people are go- going to be like, oh, there's a problem there, huh? And maybe recognize it. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, George Floyd doesn't happen if we had all said, oh, my God, you know what? Okay, I don't like how he's doing it, but that's a really interesting and, and good point. And let's pay attention. The gloves are off across the board, Phil Mackey, with everybody now including the president, okay? Companies that previously, ESPN, which has basically put out how many cease and desist don't talk about Trump, right? They're killing him. They're hammering him. And he deserves it. It's great. But the point is, you have, if you're a league right now, like what sponsor now? Is Bud going to come back to the National Football League and say, we did not like it, which by the way, will Leak out instantly. We did not like your statement, and we believe you went too strong in favor of trying to protect black people from dying. Like this, this is if if, if ever we have had carte blanche for rich people to attack to to go on the offensive in a way that could be constructive. It's right now. If you can't do it now, you are an unbelievable gutless coward wimp. You know, this is a time where where a league can grab hold of its players and be like. All right, let's talk. Let's talk long and hard and figure this out because this is a mess. This this country needs to heal so much. And no matter how you feel about uh, sports, and especially football, football is a huge deal in this country. Yes. And could serve an enormous, enormous role in at least helping with that healing. And to still be like, well, here's what we think. Violence? Bad. Eric Kendricks well, revenue what, good. Yeah. But 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 that's the thing is they're not going to lose it because because what major sponsor is going to dump them right now well, and, and be like, well, you are too strong. And again, and again, the platform being people shouldn't die. Well, remember back, you know, four years ago, and this is what's amazing now. Like we think back to Colin Kaepernick, and I listened, I, I should have sent it to Declan. Like we there was a clip of someone pa- passed along a clip from four years ago. Of Colin Kaepernick explaining why, like, to a locker room of reporters, why he was kneeling, and he didn't even, like, he, he didn't even refer to white or black. He said people are dying at the hands of police officers unjustly, and um, and I believe our flag stands for more than this. I'm sort of paraphrasing, and so I will continue to kneel peacefully until mm-hmm. further notice, until this gets fixed. But then he, he wanted to bring the police pig socks, and like, I did not, I did not love the way that he went down this path. Like, I, I think his message was clouded in part because some people didn't want to hear him, but also in part because he clouded it himself. Mm-hmm. So there's like, he, he is to be criticized to some extent. But then you look at like what's happened the last week. And I think we'd all agree. Can we just 
All right, can we just go back? Like, <laughs> yes. M- maybe we can just go back to the taking a knee thing and then have a discussion centered around that instead of what's happening now. All right, I got another one for you guys, okay? okay. One, one, how would you rate a 1 to 10 scale Eric Hendricks actually taking a stance in the statement? Oh, that's a, it's a 10 for a me. 10. Yeah. It's a 10. Actually, it's got to be a 9 because Ben and Jerry's made a statement. Okay. okay. <laughs> Here's Ben and Jerry's. The ice cream store, right? <laughs> ben and Jerry's is the ice cream store, right? To the rescue, yep. Everyone loves ice cream. You scream or you scream. This is their statement. Again, not whether you agree or disagree. It's whether they actually made a statement. The murder of George Floyd was the result of inhumane police brutality that is perpetuated by a culture of white supremacy. That's the first sentence. Okay, that's that's a 10 so far. What happened to George Floyd was not the result of a bad apple. It was the predictable consequence of a racist and prejudiced system and culture that has treated black bodies as the enemy from the beginning. What happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis is fruit born of toxic seeds planted on the shores of our country in Jamestown in 1619 when the first enslaved black men and women arrived on this continent. George Floyd is the latest in a long list of names that stretches back to that time and that shore. Now that that's is a, a ten. That's probably a 10 in terms of actually making a statement. Who came in and wrote that If you're going to make a statement, good. make a damn statement. Yeah. And lose a lot of your customers, probably, but they made a statement. If you're going to make a statement, make a statement. That is, uh, th- that took guts. Good for them. What's your favorite ice cream flavor, by the way? Mm. I've always been a cookies and cream guy. That's pretty good. Uh, blueberry. I like blueberry. Really? Yeah, I like, wow. I like blueberry that. Ice cream. Take. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, hot take. Ben and Jerry's. I I'd, will buy Ben and Jerry's. I'd pull you over with the hot take police, but this doesn't seem like the week to do no, that. So we'll just no, let you no, no, hold off on that one. There's, there's no good way that we can transition to what once was <laughs> a funny, yeah. cute little bit. Are the are the hot take police gone on this show now? I think we can bring them back at some point. They're on a little sabbatical. They've been suspended before. Oh. That's the sad oh. thing. Oh. They've been suspended before, and hopefully they don't need to be again after this in a few weeks. Yeah. So that's the statement game. Did you are you gonna you can make a statement, make a damn statement. Okay. We don't need your we don't need to we're, don't patronize us with Well make it make it read like it's not from your uh, PR department. Yeah. Make it read uh, Eric Kendricks, his tweet and and series of tweets were what he felt. And he's exactly right. Yeah. He's exactly right. I just I just keep coming back to I'm very curious now to see if this results in real change and real in-depth, and the keyword here being long-term, keywords being long-term conversations, or is this just a bunch of people who feel, again, guilty and then get past that guilt and try and be like, okay, now back. Back to normal. Yep. Because we've done that before, too. Yep. You know that. We also, I don't know if we're going to have time on today's show, and maybe we, if we don't, we can get to it on tomorrow's show, but Tori Hunter and Latroy Hawkins had some interesting anecdotes about the twins behind the scenes yeah. as it pertains to racism. And they didn't like, they, they opened up a door that we haven't been able to look behind yet with the twins. And uh, so I, it, it, we'll either do it after write that down or we'll do it on tomorrow's show. But let's talk about our friends at Luther Brookdale Toyota here, 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard and Luther all throughout the last few months has been taking precautions to uh, just make you feel safe, you know, a- allow you to, peruse vehicles on their website and even uh, take a test drive from your home because they'll drive it out to you. They also have some great offers to kick off the summer. Right now you can get 0% interest for 60 months on all certified pre-owned Camrys and RAV4s and all hybrids now have 0% financing as well. 
Who doesn't want to save a little gas, save a little money? Luther Brookdale Toyota can help you do both of those things. 0% on certified pre-owned RAV4s and Camrys. I have driven both uh, in my life the last 10 or 12 years or so. They're both awesome vehicles, great safety features, technology, etc. 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard or online at LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. Declan. Yeah, quick thank you to DennisKirk.com for supporting Score North and Mackie and Judd. The weather is heating up. We have an 84 Dude, it's like for 90, high. It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Humidity Very is swassy. in the air. Summer is a finally here. I put away my coats and everything for at least the next three months, and I can't wait to just be wearing shorts and T-shirts for the next three months. Also, you can get outside and ride your motorcycle. The weather's telling us it's time to get you and your motorcycle ready for this year's riding season. DennisKirk.com is a Minnesota-based worldwide retailer of parts, accessories, and apparel for avid bikers of all kinds. Whether you ride a Harley, cruiser, sports bike, dirt bike, or any type of motorcycle they have, which you need, plus Dennis Kirk has extended their offer of 0% interest for up to 12 months through June 30th, over 160,000 products in stock and ready to ship today. DennisKirk.com not only offers a huge in-stock selection, but also guaranteed best prices, fast same-day shipping, and a satisfaction guarantee. They truly are the best in the business. Order by 8 p.m. and get it tomorrow. $89 order ship free. DennisKirk.com. Order today. Get it tomorrow. Most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd with Rami. This is the big leagues where we own our terrible predictions. Write this down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. Write it down. You like writing things down. It's Write That Down with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. Yep. No Rami, although he is leading the batting average. I was going to say, what do you mean no Rami? I was texting with Rami last night. I miss Rami. Rami is uh, is an awesome dude, and he still leads the batting average race here on the show. So here's how this works. We've got three predictions each coming up here. Every week we all do three predictions. They all must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs as decided upon by the by the team. We, we, if, if someone throws out a prediction, we all sort of say, yeah, that would be a home run. Uh, and listeners can participate. By just sending me a DM. We are booked right now through the first week in August. And I've got I've, I've to get back to a couple more DMs. My DMs have sort of built up the last week or so, and I'm sorry. But uh, shoot me a DM at Phil Mackey on Twitter, and we'll get you scheduled in for later this summer. Uh, Josh will be our guest listener predictor today, so we'll get to him in just a moment. But first, the accountability session, gentlemen. Judd, you, uh, you avoided anything coming off the board. so you're. I've done a good job of that for the last... Up. 90 days, okay. but we are stockpiling stuff for the fall. Now the NBA look like NBA right oh, now. Yeah, yeah well, it's going to come to home to roost. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to hold my NBA thing. Cause it, it applies to Declan, All right. uh, Jonathan, nothing off the board. He was last year's batting average champion, Manny, nothing off the board, Rami, nothing off the board. I predicted two things last week that came off the board. One of them was that the supermarket heroes, 500, the NASCAR supermarket heroes, 500, that Kevin Harvick would be the winner of that race. He finished 11th. That's okay. Brad Keselowski won the race. Just, just looking for live sporting events. Yeah, for I sure, just, man. I'm, I've got a gambling itch. <laughs> hey, I've got I a gambling love, itch. I love how you went with NASCAR. <laughs> I also went with Bundesliga. Yeah, well, that I appreciate. Where Leverkusen <laughs> did beat SC Freiburg. So put it on the board. Yeah. Yes. Take that one. Way to go. Listeners had nothing off the board. Declan. Ugh. This is tough, man. What happened? Declan said the NBA will announce their return to play by next Wednesday's edition of Write That Down. And Shams tweeted out 19 minutes ago. 
play-in tournament in NBA's 22-team format would be for the eighth seed. He basically, excuse me, hold on, I jumped the gun there. That was an earlier tweet. Sources, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver is planning to propose a 22-team format to resume the 2019-20 season, and he's doing it tomorrow. Oh, man. I was in the middle of the first segment, and I saw that, and I don't know if you saw me throw my hands up in disgust, but I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Adrian Wojnarowski also reported some information on the proposal uh, earlier this morning. So we had a Woj bomb and a Shams bomb, but the wording of this was that the NBA will announce their return. I know. If you had said, like, Shams. credible national reports will have God. details about how the game's played, man. <laughs> Thanks. Young man. Yeah, cool. <laughs> So with that, the batting averages for the season are Rami Makhlouf batting 405 with one bomb. Judd Zolgad, 395 with one bomb. I'm up to 260 now. Batting average Ooh. up about 30 points over the last month or so. And two Ooh. home runs. John Harrison, 250 with two home runs. And then we have Declan at 200 now. No home runs. A- Listeners at 130 with Ayo. just one home run. And Manny Hill at 120. With no home runs. The lack of power in this league is startling, and something has to be done. I think steroids. No, I, I, I want to be we, the slap hitter. I I'm think fine. we need to start taking steroids. No, nope. or, or move the fences in. Yeah. Can we move the fences in? <laughs> That'll probably take a long time. I'm bunt singles, baby. That's what I'm looking Let's for. Let's do some HGH. Write this down. Write it down. Muscle you milk? like writing things down. Muscle milk. Ugh. HGH. All right. Listener Josh. What's going on, I- man? I am here. I've been I've been listening to you guys for a long time. It's my honor. Thank you for having me, dude. Thank you. Are you ready? To, are you swinging for the fences, or are you gonna are you gonna square around? You know the listeners are batting so low. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna pepper the, the ball around the field and have some fun and go a couple different routes. You gonna choke up on the bat? I like your here? approach. I like this approach. A, a little bit, a little bit. I'm gonna go for it a little bit, and if nothing else, I'm gonna have some fun. You know, even Ted Williams with two strikes would choke up on the bat. Okay, one of the most legendary hitters of all time. When, when faced with adversity. So write this down. We'll start with Josh. He'll make his first prediction, bat and lead off over to Judd, Declan, Phil, and around three times. Let's do it, Josh. So I don't want to overstep my bounds, my boundary here, but I'm going to ask Judley to leave the room. Oh, oh yes. Wow. yes. I got to grab out. my coffee. Hold on. Get out. <laughs> Go. Hold on. I, we'll, we'll let you, we'll yeah. let you know here, Chris, in a second. Yeah. Or Josh. Okay. All right. Wave me in when it's done. Okay. All right. He's going to get coffee. He's getting out of the room. A lot of Jeb predictions. Yes, last I like that. All right, he's out of All the right. room. So not only will uh, Rami win this year's write that down, but Judd will find a way to get the bat out of the trunk and into Rami's hands one way or another. Okay. So, so he'll hand deliver the bat to Rami. Well, it could be mailed. It could be. I'm okay. just saying that it's been we'll in the trunk deliver. for a long time. It's going to come out, and Rami will have it after this year's write that down is over. So hold on. Okay. I need to step in with some inside sure. information here, okay? Sure. Oh. I currently have the bat. Oh. Because mm. Jonathan had the bat from his win last year, and with all of the unfortunate layoffs from May 1st, John gave me the bat. Okay? Okay. So okay. I want to give you a chance to, like, I, I, I should reveal that information. You wouldn't have known that information. So if you want to uh, amend your prediction in some form, or, I mean, Judd's still outside the room, so if you just want to make a different Judd, Judd prediction. Yeah, that works too. Let's not tell Judd, but I'm just going to go a completely different direction now. Okay. Um, Mike Zimmer will catch the coronavirus during next year's NFL season. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just going Write this down. Going for down. it all. All right. We'll bring Judd back in here. <laughs> wow. God. All right, Judd, you're He's up. Got coffee. Fire away. He's... I couldn't hear a thing. Okay. All right. 
All right, here he is. Right, he's got on. his coffee in hand. Hold on, Don't I spill it. Back in my... I spilled coffee earlier an hour ago. He's got his suspicious black hooded sweatshirt on so we can roam around Vintage the neighborhood. Shirts. By the way, I saw a report yesterday on Five Eyewitness News with pictures. One of these unmarked cars got pulled over. There was one on fire last night on 94. I accidentally ran a red light yesterday trying to see an unmarked car. Good Luckily, for you, dude. no one was there, and I didn't get T-boned, but I ran right through at 40 miles an hour oh, red light. Dude, be that careful. That is terrible. Be careful. Yes. So, be so careful out one, there. One of these unmarked cars got pulled over yesterday or two days ago, Yep, and it got abandoned. I don't know if someone got arrested, whatever it was, but they found a barbed wire-wrapped baseball bat in the back seat. Mick so Foley, apparently man. Cactus Jack, yeah. Mick Foley bang, bang. is Aren't those people going around. to leave soon? Because I think the chaos is over. And like they're you, opportunity people, they are, and you can't. There's no way you can be driving around in an unmarked car still at this yeah, point, you, five days later, without just getting pulled over. All right, right, right this down. Over to Jed. MLB will come to an agreement on a return to play that will include at least 80 games. Okay, so we're not because I believe that the owner's last proposal was 50, or no, the players were at like 101. Something. 114. 114. Or 112 or something. The owners came back at 50, and the middle point of that is about 80 or so. So 50 is a joke. 50 is where I would come to your side of this argument and say that's MLB. I suggested. I think it's a great plan. I hate it. MLB will come (laughs) to an agreement on a return to play that will include at least 80 games, Declan Goff. All right. All right. Well, I'm very similar. Write that down. With my prediction. The MLB will agree to a return to play that's no more than 80 games. That's what I had written down. Okay. So you said at least, Judd, right? Yep. Okay, yes, I'm saying, so you're both claiming 80, but Judd's taking 80 and above. Yep. You're saying 80 and below. Correct. Yep. Just for clarification. Okay. Need to play on no more than 80 games. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Well, in the spirit of continuing with predictions that are going to come off the board here oh. in the next week or so, there's other sporting leagues. Oh. Last week it was NASCAR for me. Last week it was the Truck Series. Golf? It was Bundesliga. I don't think golf comes back for another couple weeks. Okay. I think it's like middle of June. All right. Yeah. But the KBO has been in action, the Korean Baseball Organization. I can't get into it. I haven't watched any games yet, but they are airing early in the morning on ESPN. Yeah, I tried. Friday morning on ESPN, NC Dinos versus the Hanwha Eagles. Eagles. The NC Dinos will emerge victorious in that game. And did you know, interesting fact about the NC Dinos, former Twins pitcher, former Twins great, Drew Rusinski is one of the top starting pitchers. For that team, he's their second so, best starting pitcher. Dinos will beat the Eagles. Is that the NC? So uh, NC will beat Hanwha. NC will beat Hanwha. <laughs> okay, that's how it. Show, that's how it'll show up. I mean, come off as a complete that, gambling but, derelict, but that's the fine. NC Dinos over the Hanwha Eagles. Hanwha Eagles. Cool. <laughs> Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Right. All right. Back over to Josh, listener Josh. Okay, uh, this is the year. Byron Buxton will be the man. And I'm write this down. Byron Buxton will hit over 300 this year. Oh, that's a home run! Very nice, Josh. That's a home yeah, run for he sure. Had the look last year. I just, I, 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 I believe Terry Ryan knew what he's doing. This is the year. It's going to happen. Finally, this is the seventh year in a row we've said that. By the way, <laughs> great. We'll Phil too. Byron <laughs> Buxton this will down. be the man. <laughs> write it down. You like writing things down. But he quantified it, which is good. All right, back to Judd. Kevin Fiala will score the Wild's oh. first goal after the NHL stoppage in play ends. Kevin right. Fiala will be the first Wild player to score a goal when they get back to play. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. 
All right, back to Declan. All right, the NFL's kickoff game between the Chiefs and Texans on September 10th, which is supposed to be the first kickoff of the NFL season, will go on as scheduled. It will be played on September 10th. Yeah, they've already they sent out a memo yesterday yeah. internally that basically said, hey, prepare for your training camps to be held at your own team facilities. Yep. It's all going to happen as ordinarily scheduled training camp. So. It's a single, but it's a Write it memo. down. You Seems like reasonable. writing things down. Mm-hmm. All right, write this down. The Israeli Premier League is also in action right now. That's right. The Israeli Premier League soccer. Not even Jonathan Harrison follows this one. I bet he does, actually. He he has a spreadsheet (laughs) of all these games. Yeah, that's where he's getting the listener. Later on today, there's a huge matchup between the number one and number two teams in the table. Okay, Table meaning standings for all you American sports fans. I got you. I hear you. Maccabi Tel Aviv takes on Maccabi Haifa. And Maccabi Tel Aviv will win this match. The top two teams in the table, Maccabi Tel Aviv will beat Maccabi Haifa straight up in this game. It's probably going to be a draw, but I'm going to. I'm Is not. Gonna, I'm not going to protect myself. I'm going to. I'm going to pick a win. Is this match being shown anywhere? I'm sure it's being shown in Israel. Can't wait for you to see my spelling in the notes of your predictions because so far you are a pretty bad speller. Horrible speller. Write it down. Horrible you like speller. writing things down? Write this down. All right, Josh. This is your last swing. Okay, so because it would be so Minnesota to have an asterisk, I'm going and get the get the sound bar ready here. I'm I'm write this down. The Twins will win whatever they call it, the World Series of the Championship this year. Twins win it. Wow, he's going for it all, and he's calling his shots on production too. Josh, you keep it there. <laughs> Flat out impressive. Josh, are there any other production production notes that you want before we say goodbye here? No, uh, there, there, that's it. I always. I was I always hoping I'd be able to say this after pitching game seven, but I'm 39 and a half and it appears that this won't happen. I just would like to say, hey, mom, I love you. Oh, well, that's nice. Right that's Josh. Listener Josh. <laughs> taking the swings. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you hey, listening I, to us. Thank you guys so much. I listen to you every day. Thank you so much. Thank right, you. That is uh, listener Josh. Back to Judd Zolgad. Write this down. That's some good predictions. Josh was yeah. really prepared. Called his shots on, on production. Ripped you, and I'm guessing I'm the prediction about me might be dicey. Uh, we can we can say this to Judd. The prediction about you, uh, it's he pivoted to a different prediction that wasn't about you because his prediction about you. I'll just say what the prediction yeah, go was. For it. So he predicted that even though he said Rami will win the batting title, okay, and Judd will find a way to deliver the bat from his trunk to Rami. And I said, I don't have it. I have inside information. The bat is no longer in Judd's trunk. Okay. I have the bat in my office because okay. Jonathan had the bat and he brought it to me, sadly, after all of Did the... Did he turn in the bat? When he, oh, no. He turned in the bat. Well, that's sort of sad. I know. I didn't know about that. It was emotional. Yeah, wow. It was. It was okay, emotional. so that, that prediction about me wouldn't have been fair because he didn't know that right. I... I don't want to withhold I it. finally gave up the bat. Actually, what we could have done there is probably... could have just let him make the prediction then... Insta buzz him. No, no, I think you did the right thing. And Josh was super prepared too, so it's not Josh's Good fault. For him. All right, write this down. My last one. Yep. Not going out on a limb whatsoever here. Minnesota will not be a hub city for the National Hockey League's return to play. We're in the mix. We ain't getting not anymore. St. Yeah. Paul ain't getting we it. Were. Minnesota will not be a hub city for the NHL's return to play. Sorry, write XL this down. Energy Center. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to Declan. Your final prediction. A WWE prediction here, a wrestling prediction. Judd's uh, favorite entertainment. Sasha Banks 
will turn on her BFF Bailey no later than SummerSlam. It's a big deal. So there, there's been some. I, I've been totally engulfed in the WWE. You've lately. been in. You've been a in? little bit, not as much as I usually am, but I've been. I've been watching. Is stuff it weird? I haven't watched it. It's since. weird. Okay, it's weird. Uh, but Bailey's been the WWE champion for basically over a year, and there's been some tension brewing between her and Sasha Banks. She didn't want Sasha in her corner when she fought Charlotte last week. She then Bailey threw Sasha into a match against Alexa, Alexa Bliss last Friday. There's some tension brewing Good. between the two, and I, th- I I could see it eventually spilling over by SummerSlam. She'll she'll turn Sasha's on her. Sasha's a little bit of a she drama is. queen, though. Okay? She is a drama queen. All right, is this good stuff or no? I haven't watched wrestling since WrestleMania. Okay, it's been a couple months. Since Declan, is is this good stuff or not? Uh, really not well, they've been struggling for even pre-coronavirus. They've been struggling for the better part okay. of 2020. I would say yeah, there's last no fans like yeah. it's just it's it's super weird. Ever since last year's WrestleMania with with Becky Lynch kind of taking I would say around last summer. Yeah. Like around a year ago this time things have been torpedoing and it's and it's torpedoing. Okay. I I feel like the listeners have just been clamoring for me to make a golf prediction and you guys have been sort of clamoring <laughs> yeah, here. Tiger Woods maybe something. Huh? So the the first event back is going to be the RBC Heritage. I just want to see what the field is here. RBC Heritage. I want to make sure I'm predicting uh, oh, it's been canceled? It's been canceled? <laughs> when is the next golf event? I thought it was the RBC Heritage. Well, whenever the next golf event is. Okay. Whenever it may be. Hold on. I'll see if I can find it while you're doing this. Okay. Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas will win. I'll say one of the first two PGA Tour events back. Justin Thomas will win. All right. Just going to okay. make a lame golf prediction. Hopefully get on the board here. The write board. it down. You like writing things down. So that's write it. this down. Those are the write, down, the write that down predictions for the day here on Mackie and Judd. And if you want to be part of... The predictions, if you want to be a guest listener predictor, just hit me up on Twitter. Just DM me. My DMs are open whether uh, I follow you or not. Just at Phil Mackey, and uh, we'll get it rocking. The Travelers Championship is coming up, too. Okay. The Charles Schwab. I mean, Actually, I think it's the Charles Schwab. Yes. Uh, June 11th through the 14th, Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas. It looks to be the first PGA Tour back. Okay. Cool. All right. Go Justin Thomas. It'd be great. Should we wrap with Royce here? You know, I got, we have five minutes. So I told him we were going to go a little longer. Yeah, you, you have, I have well, a confession. That was yeah. Let's, let's, confess, do, that. let's, do, let's that. do that. Let's do that. Let's do it on air production meeting. So on Monday, I did something. Um, I went to a bar patio for the first time. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at this guy. I had to let's make hear about it. reservations at a dive bar patio. Yeah, it, you have to make reservations. Yeah. Oh, period. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I walked over and made a reservation. Well, I called around four. By o'clock. yourself? No, or I went with someone. Friends? I went with someone. Just one other person. And walked over. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of a line there and then we were we had to wait even like i made reservations for 6 30 we didn't really get seated till probably like 7 or 7 30 so can you use a dumb question real quick yeah. can you go because people are just going to show up to restaurants without I reservations know, can totally. you show up and like put in one put one in and then they seat you or i think people were doing that yeah like you can um this i was surprised too like they were open right up until nine and the curfew started at 10 so like that was kind of a trip but um but I, I went in there, I waited outside with the person I was with, mm-hmm. and then it took a little while, got served, had a couple beers. How'd it feel? It felt great. Are masks in play here or not? So they didn't, you couldn't enter the facility, like the actual restaurant, without yep. some type of face cover on. Like to go to the bathroom or yes. something? So like, Are the bathrooms open? Yes, they were. Okay. The bathrooms were open. Because that's a legit question. Just if go I'm going to have alley. like three go beers. Go in the alley, Phil. Right. <laughs> that's the thing. Like if I'm going to have three beers on a patio, yeah. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Right. So. So. Yes, it, it was. It was all right. It was fun. It was good to be back. It was like first time in three or four months I, I was able to 
sit outside and enjoy a beer. I like that. It was hot. No day. nerves. No nerves. No zero. I, I definitely have some nerves. Zero right. nerves. So Gotta I also have a confession to make. Okay. Okay. So a couple days ago, I think it was Monday. Super nice out. It was ninety degrees. Yep. Not a cloud in the sky. Yep. And my wife and I said, let's, uh, let's go walk over to one of the nearby restaurants. Let's go. She said there wasn't, there was no one. There was like, you know, five tables filled. There's probably 15 available. And so I went outside to go check it out. And between the time that I had gotten home and we had the conversation 20 minutes later, the, the tables wound up being full. Otherwise, we would have done the same thing. Okay, we, we were gonna do on day one. We decided we were at first. We were gonna be like, let's let everyone else try it. But right. it's, it's ninety degrees. I don't know when I'm going back. I still. You're I think. Back. I think you're gonna go back. You're going back. Oh, I will go back. I'm saying I don't know when. I will. But but today, three thirty, and we're obviously recording this on Wednesday, three thirty. Haircut. Never. Been oh, you're so doing excited. a haircut today. I'm doing a haircut. Mine's next Tuesday. Gotta wear the mask. Yep. Um, but I called, I called my barber and they, they said, because ordinarily they don't take reservations. They said, we've got to, and I called him on Monday. You've got to be on the list. We're filled Tuesday. We can get you in at three thirty Wednesday. I said, I'm on. Wow. Or, I'm, in. I'm in. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in. I can't wait to get my hair cut. And I think I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to get the shortest buzz that I've probably gotten in a long time. I have not. I'm I have so not had a haircut since I was 21 years old. It's been 14 years. I've been shaving my head for 14 years, and I feel like uh, you guys should join me at some point. No. Join me on the shave. I the just shave can't. Head I can't wait to get rid of this mane. I'm just so tired of it. Rami had the best hair at Score North. I had the second best hair. So now, now I have, have the, the best first. hair. Now I have the best hair, and I'm not losing that. Right you here. do have really good hair. I do. It's been four months. I've cut it though. So I need. To, I need to cut. I can't take this anymore. That's I really what I was gonna, That's my problem. I can't take it. I'm using way too much product. Using like three different dabs of product to get. I'm glad to have hair at the age of 50. I just need it shortened a lot. Quarantine life. Quarantine life. <laughs> Quarantine I will say about the patios, they've done, the restaurants I've seen have done a really good job of spacing out the tables and yeah. stuff. And it's all, I think you're going to be fine. I think you'll. Until the first person sneezes, then I'm going to just <laughs> well, run away crying. Well, your barber could sneeze. I'll have a mask on. I'll feel good, good about that. I feel like if I go to a patio bar, I don't want to wear i mean i'll wear the mask in but i don't feel like i want to be you know we need masks uh, with like little like mouth trap doors for the beer I've seen to, those. yeah they exist. oh they have those they they're exist. around yeah <laughs> little trap door yep little trap doors yeah they exist all right well let's talk to our friend patrick ricey here we'll wrap with ricey <laughs> all right patrick ricey uh, I've, I've got something for you here i just want to read this to you because you get insulted a lot on twitter so i feel like you're kind okay. of a, you're kind of an expert at fending off and dissecting people's insults to you on twitter right yes 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 so, uh, sending them off or, uh, yeah, or dealing them back or, uh, you know, trying to make them into fools. Sure, sure. So uh, so some guy, no avatar, some guy named Jeff mm-hmm. tweeted at me here today and said, uh, you turned lefty because you are in the media. I may not listen to your show again. Grow some grapefruits, <laughs> you non-athletic piece of crap. And the <laughs> thing that I'm most offended by is that, not what do you mean non-athletic? Like, I... I played varsity baseball. Like I, I golf. I'm more athletic than this guy thinks I am. Yeah. What was like? What? Guy, what was the point of that part of the insult? Yeah, like, that was like the guy a couple about a month ago called me a a a a, a, a butt's rear end, but in graphic, uh, in more graphic, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the the most graphic terms, sure. right? And a hypocrite. And I tweeted him back and said. 
I defend myself against being a hypocrite. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I might be a horse's bleep, but I ain't no hypocrite. Don't call me a hypocrite, buddy. So, yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, you could uh, you could be like Coley and call him back at home. Or, or you could just ignore them. Yes. So, uh, but uh, anyway, it's uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's good. You got somebody fired up. That's good. Really excited. What are you mad? What is he mad at? Uh, I think he's. I think he's. Yesterday? I think he's mad that 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 I'm anti-racism. I I don't know. But okay. Well, that's uh, that's uh, that's a big uh, that's a big one. Uh, Pat, we start we started the show talking if you wear about a mask now. By the way, you're. You're anti-Trump if you wear a mask. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we started the show talking about not not breaking down whether we agree or disagree with the substance behind the team statements that are coming out, but we started the show rating team and brand statements on a one to ten scale of did you <laughs> actually make a statement or are you just putting five hundred yeah. words out to calm calm down the outrage? Yes. Well, here's the problem. Uh, I think. The most impressive to me locally was Rocco Baldelli because he came out, you know, what, within two hours or, yeah. you know, and, and he, you know, he wrote it himself, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know him. And then, uh, you know, some guys had to have some flame, you know, and I, I shouldn't use flame. Some, guy had to, some guys had to have some pressure put on him to finally respond. But uh, Rocco was quick to it, and then everybody – Everybody, Zim and those guys had somebody saying, "Hey, you got to put this out." So that you know that those guys did it. So, uh, but yes, it's and then the, the uh, you know the the level of sincerity in all of this is uh, is uh, is questionable to say the least. But they they all feel like they have to get on the record now, right? Uh, yes, absolutely, one by one, league by league team by team if they're not it, they're clearly for for something that's bad that's the thing about yes, it that i don't yes yes it it's is. like yeah okay uh, racism's bad we but, know that but you know who i'm happy for today who? the city the city of orlando i just tweeted this out after 50 years of getting stuck with football teams and every crap no chance horse bleep uh, pro league that has ever been assembled right They've you always had to put a team in Orlando for whatever one of these no chance leagues or WAFL and all of them. They didn't have one in the uh, in uh, this last XFL, I don't think, but they've had one in every league. They are now the mecca for pandemic sports. They're getting the ML, NBA and the MLS, right? <laughs> are you saying right? they deserve this? They finally deserve they, something good? I'm saying they deserve something, yes. Hey, by the way, are the Magic in the top twenty-two? Uh, let's they, let's check it out. Did they make the cut? They, I, I think, think they might out. have. Yeah, I, I think, think they, they might have. have. They might have. Our so Wolves got screwed. So they're just taking the top twenty-two, regardless of conference. Yes, thirteen and uh, thirteen from the east and nine from the west. Thirteen in the east, nine in the west. All right, so uh, let's see here. They are. Oh, it's yeah. They're they're oh they're right they're on the border. The they're in the top 13 in the East. Though. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. They are 16th in the oh, NBA man. table. 16th. <laughs> yeah, well, they made it. They made it. Yep, Ma- they're in. Mackey's now, now referring uh, to things, Patrick, as tables. 
He's officially become a European soccer nut. Well, Pat, listen, okay, listen, I've got an itch, and the only thing that can scratch it are the live leagues that are going on right now. The problem with our Write That Down segment is that nothing's coming off the board because there's no sports, and I said, screw it. The Israeli Soccer League is playing, NASCAR is running, Bundesliga is playing. Bundesliga, yeah. Yeah, I correctly predicted a Bundesliga game this last week, so. I'm all in on Mainz, you know, M-A-N-Z. That's my team because uh, Johan Gutenberg was uh, born there. And, uh, you know, he invented the printing, printing press. And where would it be without that? You know, he would have been in I trouble. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. 1350, we might have come up with some improvements since then. Swansea's <laughs> out now, right? Since Swansea, they got knocked down? Like a bad habit. They, uh, you know. We had her going with Wilfried Roby, and then the cheapos sold him. Swansea he comes here. Swansea comes here to play a friendly against United. <laughs> Mackie and I go out to Blaine, and and they can't wait to ask us not how are you guys doing. Where's Royce? They had a custom jersey. They for had it. a kit for you, and you didn't show up. I was at a Twins game. They were the Twins were fighting their way to to uh, last place in the uh, Central, and I had either. Well, that was the year that they. Uh, that was a rare year they finished last in the. Uh, but, uh, so what's uh, so with baseball here? We presume that that the owners were saying, if you guys want to be idiots and propose one hundred and twelve, we're going to propose fifty. Yeah. Right. So so we end up at seventy five or something like that, right? Yeah. If, if indeed, if indeed we get an agreement of some. Yes. Do you think we're gonna? Do you think they're gonna agree? I don't know. I don't trust Manfred. I don't trust Manfred, and you know Tony Clark should be, uh, you know, should probably uh, get himself a really uh, smart uh, fellow like Don Fear to help him out with the negotiations. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I'd say it's fifty-fifty at best. And uh, you know, what are the odds of playing here? But, you know, I would think that the, the the civil unrest has added to the doubtfulness of playing baseball one too. Because there's Philadelphia, yeah. Washington, all these places. New York. Yep. Get it under control. So L.A., you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's decreased the odds. But baseball, and we've talked about this before, has got to suck it up and realize they're going to lose a bunch of money. To have your game out there, you're going to have to lose money. And uh, whether they're, you know, whether these this new generation of owners is willing to do that or not, I, I'm sure our guys would uh, wouldn't mind it. Even though they, a lot of people don't think they spend money, they're still paying their minor leaguers and everything. And they want to, they certainly after putting this team together, want to see it on the field for 70, 80 games and see if they can win something. Yeah. But uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I I, have, I think we're all guessing. But it's certainly good news today that the NBA and the MLS are both saying we're going to play. So. Yep, the NBA, just a few more details on that. looks like Woj tweeted something out 20 minutes ago. So 22 teams to Orlando, 13 Western Conference, 9 Eastern Conference, 8 regular season games per team, and then a play-in for the 8 seeds July 31st through an, a, a Game 7 of the finals would be October 12th. And I would guess, gentlemen, this sets them up They'll have a shortened off season either way, but this sets them up to maybe just have a new league calendar that starts on Christmas going forward or January yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Stay out of well, the NFL no, regular I, I season. I don't think they'll do that. I mean, they'll do that for this year, right? They're not going to do that permanently, but they might 
you might see the shortened, you know, the 70 game season with that little mid season week long tournament or something they've been talking about. You might, this might be the precursor to, the, to that, but this time, yes, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to skip November. Don't you think they're, I mean, oh, the yeah. players aren't, yes. the players who are playing October 12th aren't coming back November 1st. That's for sure. Nope. December you're start. Right. I, yeah. Phil, I think you're right. You probably have a Christmas uh, day kickoff. Yeah. And, uh, and play what? 60 games next year. Fewer games, yeah. man. I would welcome that. If, if, Hockey and mm-hmm. basketball cut down to 65 to 70 regular season games. I think that'd be the smartest thing. They'd lose some money, but I'd like it. So what did the MLS, they played, right? Yes. They played like four games or something. I think our, I think our lads are undefeated. They played two games. They, I think they're 2-0. Are, two are games. they throwing those out then, or what are we doing here? No, I think, well, that's a good question. I haven't, I, yeah, I haven't looked at what's been. Well, they they, they got, just what, finalized a new CBA this and, morning. Yeah. And they got twenty two. Did the did the owners win? Well, I'm sure they did in that one. I'm willing well, to bet that they won. Some, they were trying to. Here's one of their big things. The owners were trying to add a year to the agreement where they really put the screws to them, and it cost them what somebody said like a hundred million dollars for the what this thing could cost them for a hundred million dollars for like the players for twenty. 2024 or 25 something like that that's the way i read it anyway yeah but uh usually the uh you know you're not you're not in a real strong uh, position uh, as players in the mls uh, with uh, with uh, this situation but uh, i want uh, so this means that's the season so allianz field will not have a game this year right correct that's what it looks like yep they, ne- they never got yes. home right nope. they never got home no nope. right? i think that they were going to open, I want to say, the week that they shut down. Yeah. Or Our the next week. Will, uh, mm-hmm. I would imagine if it gets to the fall, they'll be able to play each other in friendlies or some kind of exhibitions or some damn thing. But, uh, or bring over European teams or something. I don't know. Jonathan will but, be happy. Jonathan. Your, your emergency contact will be very happy, Jonathan Harrison. Hold on and figure it out. I get rid of that star. I hope I live until I get rid of that star. I need. I needed to see that play out for all, the audience who missed it. Uh, Patrick Royce <laughs> probably has a lot of contacts in his phone. He's built up a Rolodex for a long, long time. And Jonathan but Harrison, only one who's an emergency, our old producer, only one got a big red asterisk. So, like, if I wanted to see the scenario play out, I don't want to see Pat die in a car accident. But, like, if Pat gets roughed up and T-boned a little bit or something, and, you know, right, and, and the and the, and the medics are going through his phone and Jonathan Harrison gets a call. What do you want us to do, Mr. Harrison? Transfer all his money into my account. Here's the routing number. He was pretty good on it. He said, Racy he is, you know, had a bad days on Twitter. He's had a nervous breakdown. We got him highly medicated. What should we do now, Mr. Harrison? You know, something like that. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. You know, the best thing about that is it was funny, but it was true. It's true. I didn't make it up. I couldn't have made that up. I just love the fact you somehow hit that big red button. I don't know how you do it. And that that (laughs) became your emergency contact. Yeah. So now I looked at the button and it says, I said, what is this about? Is it emergency contact? Jonathan Harris, (laughs) who lives in centrally located New Prague, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be be right there on the scene to help. Yeah. Send a helicopter to get the emergency contact. We're going to have to get the copter. He'll be there in a couple hours. Sorry, I'm babysitting, but we'll be looking. 
What time? It's, it's four thirty now. I should be there by nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat. We'll talk to you on uh, Friday. All right, see ya. Okay, goodbye. That's uh, wrapping with Royce. Amazing. I'm so upset at my write that down prediction for basketball. <laughs> I'm very upset. It's a, it's it's a valuable lesson, oh, it is a lesson that I've learned a long time ago. God. It's the wording. Yep. Yes. It's all in. It's all in the hips. If you if you get too cocky and don't think through your Which prediction exactly lot. right, you box yourself in. Somebody, yeah. I was going through these here. I used to do that all the time. Like some one of our listeners here. Let me find this. This is a, a classic example in unnecessary wording here. Right. Somebody made a prediction here. That the Timberwolves will trade their first round draft pick for a player that helps Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. It was right. Do- Dominic a couple Dom. weeks ago. Yeah. And the problem with that is if the Timberwolves decide, let's say, to move on from Carl Anthony Towns or something, mm-hmm. you know, like he's, it's a parlay. He's predicting that Cat and D'Lo will be on the team right. and they will trade their first round pick. You got to be careful with that. These little hidden parlays, little hidden uh, exacta boxes. Don't box yourself in. Yep. So, all right, that's a wrap on today's Mackie and Judd. We appreciate you sticking with us. What a wild three months, man. Um, we we will dive in tomorrow to Tory Hunter and Latroy Hawkins' comments and some things that they said about the Twins organization as it pertains to racism. Um, and we can also dive more into this NBA plan and Major League Baseball plan. It looks like in June and July we're going to get sports. Can you guys believe, real quick before we end the show, we've been without sports for almost three months. Yeah. Yeah. March 12th. It's crazy. Feels like a year. It's, yeah, so th- three three months uh, com- in a week. I'm confident we get basketball back. I'm confident we get soccer back. Baseball, I'm very concerned about still. And hockey, hockey, I think, wants to come back. But there are, because of how it's played, I think it's the toughest one to bring back yeah. from a health perspective. Because it it lent itself to the mumps. A lot of, ju- lot of dirty breezers. A lot of dirty breezes. I mean, you had the, mump, the mumps was basically non-existent. It's the most disgusting locker room you step in. It just smells bad. Like, I, if they ever allow us back in a hockey locker room, I think I'll honestly wear a mask. I'm dead serious. It is. It's disgusting. I worked at a Play It Against Sports for two years, and I was like, Oof. all of the used hockey equipment oh, in yeah. there. Just German. Dude, like, I smelled like used hockey equipment until I was 30. It was bad. <laughs> It was really bad. It gives me hope, actually. So <laughs> what, you ba- what, you bathe in it? <laughs> Roll around in breezers and goalie pads? Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow.